Greetings! Welcome back to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, baby? (laughs) Dr. Vivid. I cannot wait to jump into this episode with you in the new year. So what are we waiting for? Come on, y'all. Let's go. All right, so your girl was so sick, literally so sick. Me and the girls were sick from Christmas night. I was sick until about like two days ago. Um, My oldest daughter was sick for maybe like two, three days but me, Jojo, and I, whew, it was bad. So luckily I had people in my life who like me and dropped off rapid tests to me because getting a PCR in D.C. is like getting a golden ticket to go to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. And I'm hearing it's like that at other places too, but baby, <sighs> baby. It was rough. Like, I literally had an appointment at uh, for a rapid, I mean, excuse me, for a PCR appointment um, at a testing center that's literally across the street from me and around the corner. I was so sick that I could not walk. So I drove and parked and then walked um, across the street. So it's okay. So it's around the corner, the entrance. But I was like, I can't walk that. I'm cold. I'm got chills, fever, whatever. Y'all, I had an appointment for 9 a.m. with my two sick kids and me sick as hell sitting on the curb of the street at uh, one of our local high schools. And these folk were like, come back at 11. Then at 1030, I'm, I'm pissed. But then at 1030, I'm in my bed laying down. It's like, oh, guess what? Don't come back at 11. Come back at 12. So I gather my stuff, get there at 12. We're in line at 12. It's like, come back at one. We're like, what? What do you mean? Then it's like 12, 13, 12, 14 or something. They're like, oh yeah, we're closed for the day. We're not opening. Why? When I tell you I wanted to cry outside, but I was so angry. I was so sick. Um, I don't know if it was a bad, bad, bad cold or flu or child, but it's been, it's been a wild ride. And, um, then when I started feeling better, I really wanted to record, but I couldn't (laughs) because even though I didn't have like the chills and the fever, my cough and my sneezing and my constant needing to blow my nose, my face is still healing from being all bruised up and scarred up from blowing my nose. I went through like three boxes of tissues in one day. It was wild. Um, So stay safe out here, y'all. Stay safe. Take your meds. Sleep. Hydrate. Take care of your body. Take your vitamins. Wear your fucking mask. Um, And don't do things you're not supposed to be doing. Just stop. Just stop, Okay. Because we want to pursue a normal so bad, but we can't get it if y'all out here playing crazy. All right? 
okay but anyway other than that I had a nice Christmas um myself and the girls we went to go see my mom and spend some time with my little brother and my nephew it was cool we ate the kids made all the noise um I just want to let my mom know uh via this podcast that um I'm going to put her in the ugliest dress that I can find when she leaves this earth and passes away because she bought all for her grandchildren multiple musical instruments for Christmas. She bought Jojo a drum and a set that has a flute and a mini sax and a tambourine. And she bought Aaron a keyboard with a microphone. She bought my nephew a guitar. She said, they're gonna have a band. They're gonna drive me crazy, crazy, crazy. So the ugliest dress I can find, the ugliest dress I can find for you to be laid to rest because you need to um, answer for your sins. <laughs> but it did make them happy to to play band together and Aaron and Jojo playing band in the house. But Lord, imagine hearing that when you're sick and one of your symptoms is a terrible ass headache. Parenting is fun sometimes, or is it? <laughs> but we're we're feeling a whole hell of a lot better. Um, at the most, I have to blow my nose occasionally. Jojo's nose was running like a faucet at full blast. She's been good. She kept having fevers, but she's been good. You know, it's a blessing because I know some people. I know a lot of people who had COVID. I I thought I had COVID. The test said I didn't, but. I know a lot of people who still have long cases and it's been going around like crazy. So to feel better is a blessing. Yes, 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 yes. But you know, what else has been going on with me? Ooh, y'all, I want to share something with y'all so bad. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to share it later um, after it launches. I'm working on something, a new project that is so dope and I'm so honored to be a part of it. And I just can't wait to reveal. But you know what? I'm done talking about me. Um, I hope that your holiday was decent at the least. I hope you got some rest in some way, form or fashion. You know, I, I hope that in this new year, you are pursuing things that are good for you and you're looking out for you mm-hmm. because that's what's important looking out for yourself investing in yourself thinking about what you need to be the best you you should do that every day but if you need a new year as a reminder baby i'm not mad you know what <laughs> On that note, let's get to the rest of the episode. You know what's up next. Let's go. What's happening? What goes on here? You guys with this new variant, you know, Omarion dancing around. The world has been crazy. And now we have flu Rona and IHU and... 
I'm over it all. I really am. It's, I'm, I just cannot wait till my biggest concern is seasonal allergies once again. I'm, I'm, I'm stressed. But you know what stressed me out? It's not even something that I had to like scroll upon the internet for. DC Public Schools. Um, so they decided that they were going to send the kids back to school. And they said, okay, wait, before you guys come back, we need proof of negative COVID tests. We need you to take COVID tests and we need negative results. If you don't provide them, you won't be allowed in the school. Cool. Then they say, we're going to give you rapid tests. We're going to give them to you. Come to the school and pick them up. Cool. Then they say, well, we had snow. So they were like, never mind. Don't come pick them up this day. <laughs> come pick them up the next day. You guys, I went to my daughter's school and I love my daughter's school. But I went to go pick up her rapid and they were like, hey, hey, mom, glad you got here early. We only have two tests left. Unless she is one of two kids in the entire school that did not get their test. How do we only have two tests left? DC public schools, you didn't give the right amount of rapid tests to each school? What's happening? What goes on here? And then they say, okay guys, upload your rapid test or your PCR test results or send a PDF. And then they said, if you don't know how to do that, screenshot it and give it to us, show it to us in the morning. Because the system we created keeps crashing. Child. Then they told us. If you can't do none of that. Just send a letter home. That's signed by a parent or guardian. Saying that the kid doesn't have COVID. Now what in the fresh hell is this? What in the fresh. We just gone. Right. Dear. Rona. Not in this house. Signed, Keisha's mommy. What is happening on on my mama? None of us have COVID in this house. Dear DC school that I send my child to, we ain't got it. Take them back. What are y'all doing? I am an 80s baby. I am from a proud generation of forging kids <laughs> that forged their mother's signature to go on field trips to be a part of programs because either my mom forgot, she was tired, she didn't see it, whatever. All I could think about is all these kids just writing letters and signing their mama's names, their daddy's names, their auntie's names. And all I could think about was all these parents, kids, and caregivers that do indeed have symptoms but are so sick of their damn kids that they're like, oh, all I got to do is write a letter? Y'all, we already failed the honor system. We failed the honor system. What the hell are you doing? We failed the honor system. There are people creating fake COVID vaccination cards. 
why would you tell people to write a letter saying that, oh, my kid doesn't have COVID? Take my word for it. When we've had a surge that is ridiculous. So as of yesterday, over a thousand kids in D.C. public schools had COVID and like, I think 500 to 800 staff members, it's in the hundreds. Um, and that's not counting for those who still haven't been tested. So why the hell would you? <sighs> Scouts honor. <laughs> what have we learned? We have learned nothing in two years. I have learned that I can't trust any of y'all. I love y'all, but I can't trust y'all. I've learned (laughs) that people are selfish and people will do anything to get around rules and to do things that help them, that benefit them, even if it puts other people at risk. DC Public Schools, I need you to go back, look at yourself in the mirror and go, what's happening? What goes on here? Y'all really asked for a letter from home. I hate it here. Let's get on with the show. So, guys, today we are in 2022. That is so wild. I remember being young and trying to think about what the 2000s would look like shit it didn't look like this in my brain (laughs) it didn't look like any of this but as I reflect upon you know growing up and thinking about where I would be I can truly say that I am proud of myself um not just for professional growth but for true personal growth and healing And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. So often in the new year, I have clients and friends and family members. We talk about vision boards and New Year's resolutions. And all of these things are great tools to help us outline and pinpoint goals. And I always say be realistic and be accountable. So use things that are quantifiable, things that you can measure, things that you can count. So you can, in fact, ensure that you are on the correct path to meeting the goal. Otherwise you just say, oh, my goal is to eat right. And what does that mean? You know, define that. How many meals are you eating a day? Are you going to um, cut out some things how many smoothies how many cleansers how much water are you drinking you know are you what your uh snacking look like are you working with a nutritionist a trainer a doctor you know be realistic about what you want to work on because if you don't those goals collect dust because there's no way to track them properly you lose track of them and then you internalize a failure and like four or five months from now you're like well I was working on this but I mean it didn't work for me it didn't work for you because you didn't plot it purpose purpose excuse me you did not plot it with purpose and you didn't really think about it realistically 
So remember that when you're like thinking about goals and resolutions, am I being realistic? Am I setting a goal that I can truly be accountable for, responsible for? Is it quantifiable? Is it, can I measure it? You know, I'm Dr. Vivid, so you know I'm going to throw a little bit of professional science in it. Can we measure it? (laughs) How else are we keeping track of it? You know, if you say my goal is to um, get fit, you know, or exercise, what type of exercises? How many exercises are you going to do a week? Um, How long are those exercises going to be? How many different variations? Like, make goals that you can see clearly you don't want to do anything vague because if you don't get the results that you picture in your head or you think you're going to get you don't know what to tweak you don't know how to edit it and you can be overwhelmed and then you walk away from your goal and that's not what we want okay also the concept that i (laughs) i think 2020 and 2021 had people shook because I haven't heard it, but something I'm used to hearing every year is new year, new me. No one has uttered this phrase. We are shook to say. (laughs) Everybody said 2022 is coming in. Don't touch nothing. Don't you fucking, don't you touch a thing. Did you see what the last two years have been? Don't you touch a thing. Don't you say a thing. Be quiet. (laughs) I'm sorry that tickled me but I've always um questioned people when they say well new year new me what does that mean why do we need a new you um and it may be you know just a matter of my own personal opinion you know subjective 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 you know but I don't want a new you I want an improved you A new you would imply that the person that you are isn't good enough, isn't capable. It has to be a totally different person to make things work, to make the vision come to life, to heal. And that's not true. I don't need a new you. I need a focused you. I need a committed you, a dedicated you. A you that wants to grow and isn't scared of the growing pains. A you that is ready to do the work when it comes to healing and knows that in order for wounds to heal, you're going to have to feel a sting or two. A you that is prepared for change. And doesn't look at it as something that is negative, but it's something that is transformative. And that you is there. You just need to use tools to improve your behaviors, to improve the way you think. You don't have to throw yourself away and become a whole new version of yourself. Think about when we talk about, I'm an iPhone girl, so I'm just going to use this as an example. Every September, we wait for that release. They don't say, oh, the iPhone trash, throw it away. This version, no. They improve, they update, they add features. They take away the things that didn't work. 
they add the things that they feel will be more appealing, that would be more beneficial, and they restyle, they rebrand. And that's what it should be doing. That's what we should be doing. Think about New Year rebranding of self. I want us to step away from the fact that we, from this this thinking that we have to become an entirely new person in order to get the things we want. We may need to improve our thinking, improve the way we interact with the world, the way we communicate, the way we behave. But that doesn't necessarily mean we're a totally different person. We're the same person with an expanded point of view. We're the same person with new life goals. We're the same person with new education, with informed decision-making ready to launch. That's what New Year's resolution should be about. You know, What can I do to enhance the lifestyle that I have to get me to the point that I want to be to help me realize these goals without saying that I am broken, I'm damaged, and I have to be scrapped? Because I don't, that's not true, you know? I think that we get these mixed messages. Um, when it comes to resolutions and who we are um, and, and what change is. I can change for the better and still hold on to the pieces of me that make me me. There is a little bit of good and, and flaw in all of us. I can improve and strengthen areas of weakness and you know, decrease the amount of flaw and still build on and point out, highlight the things in me that aren't flawed, that make me a solid individual, that make up my personality, that, you know, make me who I am. So we're not scrapping ourselves. We're scrapping the things that don't serve us. And that's really important. I want you guys to really understand. And I say, guys, you all, I'm from D.C., excuse me. I'm not excluding anyone. Your folks, your fam out there to think about what you want from this new year. Think about the things that weren't in your reach. Think about the things that you wish you had. And I'm not just talking about tangible materialistic things. Is it, do you wish you had more patience? Do you wish you had better communication skills? Do you wish you had a better relationship with a loved one? Do you wish that you had more quality time? Think about the things that you truly desire that will feed your spirit and make goals surrounding those thoughts. Don't scrap the entire being. Build. Expand. 
rebrand. Because that is how we truly meet goals and how we avoid this harsh failure. Because we, we're thinking realistically and we're staying true to who we are while we're growing. What do you think about that? What do you think about your 2022? What did 2020 and 2021 owe you that you are ready to snatch? What have you had moments of reflection about and you're ready to go after? Are you willing to chase and grab What's going to pour into you, elevate you, get you to your greater, get you to your bigger? Because, you know, that's Dr. Vivid's word for 2022 is bigger. Think about it. Share it with me. I can't wait to hear what you got to say. All right, guys, let's get on with the rest of the episode. Well, well, it's time for well, mail. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> it's time for well, mail. This is the part of the episode where I read your mail that you've given to me via contact at drvivid.com in the inbox. You've thrown at me in the TikTok Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook streets. I asked everyone last episode and on social media to share some of your mental health goals for the new year. And you guys were hella transparent. And you know that's what I love. So clap it up for you. Clap it. Thank you. Proud of you. Honesty is the best policy. And I, I I said this because so often we think about, you know, these tangible monetary, financial, professional goals, but we don't always think about our mental health goals when it comes to the new year. I hear so many resolutions about physical changes, but I don't hear a lot about spiritual and mental health related things. So I wanted to challenge you guys and I've gotten some great responses um a lot of you guys said that i'm going to therapy in the new year yeah we love that for you (laughs) i really do you know and i'm not just saying that because i'm a therapist i'm a clinician therapy is amazing um therapy has improved my life so much Um, I enjoy seeing the changes that occur in my clients' lives as a result of them taking therapy seriously. And it's not a cakewalk. Woo child. Therapy can be difficult. It can be rough. There are ups and there's downs. There's harsh realizations. There's crying. There's laughing. There, uh uh-uh. 
Mm, moments. There are oh my gosh moments. There are wow, look how far I come. I've come moments. Like therapy is is an amazing tool and it should be used wisely. Um make sure that as you guys are going on your journey, you're asking the right questions to get uh the best fit for you. Um and make sure that you're ready to commit. Don't come into therapy halfway. Come into therapy fully locked, loaded, and ready. It's just like any other relationship you have in your life. Don't play with it. No. Because if you play with it, you're not going to get the results that you desire. But for all of you who are ready, I can't wait to hear about your journeys. I got a lot of responses about being more accountable when it comes to choices that people have made um, that have, you know, not always landed them in the best situations and insight is everything. So for all of you who responded, you know, with things related to accountability, the fact that you have the insight to say, hey, wasn't my finest hour, gotta gotta work on the accountability that means you're ready to grow and that's a sign of maturity to say hey I could do better and I can take responsibility accountability for my actions I wasn't doing the best job at that but I'm ready now so kudos to you for stepping into maturity and owning your ish Proud of you. Proud of you. Some people said, a lot of people said, doing better with setting boundaries with their families and their significant others. You know how I feel about boundaries. Boundaries protect us. And you deserve protection when it comes to your sanity, your spirit, your mental well-being. So, Setting boundaries can be hard at first because like I've said before on this podcast and with clients and family and everywhere else, resistance will come because people are so used to what you used to do, what you used to allow and setting those boundaries, you need a little pushback You hear people talk a little smack, you know, whisper a little stuff under their breath. Guess what? That means you're doing what you're supposed to do. Resistance means that you are doing something that they weren't prepared for, they're going to either adjust or be left in the dust. All right? So don't let anybody make you feel like you have to move the goalposts for them. They are where they are and stand by it. Remember, you are responsible for your boundaries, for setting them, and for making sure that people know exactly explicitly what they are proud of you guys other um mental health resolutions mental health goals for the new year involve taking time for self-care taking more time for ourselves a big a big big thing um a lot of the people that i was getting these messages from in regard to taking time for themselves are people who work in healthcare industry or who work in high pressure industries and they're like I'm always at work I'm always doing this the pandemic put a lot of pressure on people financially so it was work 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 grind 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 
and people are trying to do all they can to to make ends meet um, to take care of themselves, to take care of their families, to develop savings for their financial goals and are realizing that, oh my gosh, I'm running myself into the ground. I'm not enjoying life. I'm just working. I'm just slaving away. And that's no way to live. That is no way to live. That is surviving. That is not living. And Taking time for yourself, and I tell you, self-care is not just manicures and petties and taking a nap. It's setting limitations on and being realistic. Like, no, I can't. I can't keep going this way. I need to take mental health mm-hmm. days. I need to use this PTO. I need to use my sick leave. I need to spend more time with my family, my kids, my significant others. I need to um, balance my schedule a little bit more because I feel out of whack. I feel like a zombie and I don't like this. Advocate for yourself at work. Do all that you can to try to make things. I want it to be, I wanted to say bearable, but I want it to be more than bearable. I want it to be a life that's livable for you. Self-care comes in so many um, different shapes and forms when we're talking about relieving ourselves from this whole ridiculous ass notion that everybody has to subscribe to grind culture. No, we're not built to constantly grind, 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 grind. That's why our bodies get tired. That's why we get sick. That's why we get depressed. That's why we, like, listen, no one's going to call you you're not lazy because you say I cannot continue to run on fumes you're not a failure because you take time off from work to reset or to spend time with the family that you have created you're not a slacker because you're tired of waking up at 5 6 a.m and ending your day at 2 a.m. Listen, you're a human who deserves rest, who deserves things that don't constantly drain them. You deserve to pause for peace. So to all those who are like, yeah, gotta do more, I'm proud of you. And don't let anybody make you think that the decisions that you're making in terms um, of how you work this year are anything but the best decisions for you. All right. Okay. I'm going to like, I'm going to go through a few more. Let me see. Um, uh, we have a few people, not with them hunking outside like that. Good night. Good luck. Ugh. <laughs> we have a few people who commented on sticking to goals and not just giving up. You know, this time I'm going to make these goals for myself um, in regard to my mental health and not give up when things get hard. Meaning like, okay, this coping skill doesn't work. Or um, I heard some of like, I had a bad experience with therapy. Um, so I'm just walking away. So we have a couple people who are like, no, this time I'm going to stick it out. Good for you. 
one bad experience can really weigh heavy on our spirit, but it doesn't define every experience, you know? So if that coping tool didn't work, let's research some others. Let's talk to other people that have similar symptoms, similar mental health experiences. Talk to some professionals so we can figure out what works for you. That therapist didn't work. We're going to find another one. That's not the only therapist in the world. That's not the only way to do therapy. And I acknowledge that you were hurt. I acknowledge that things didn't exactly pan out the way you wanted to with symptoms and using those coping skills. But guess what? New. Newness. We're going to do something new. We're going to try new things. We're going to work with new professionals so you can get better results. And something not working for you isn't a sign that therapy as a whole or treatment as a whole does not work for you. It just means that specific thing isn't the best fit. And that's okay. All right? So kudos to you. Kudos to you for jumping back in there and saying, nah, this time I'm going to do it differently. And accountability looks different. So for those who are like, I'm jumping back in the saddle, let your therapist know about what happened the first go round and the the other times that you've gone. Let them know what didn't work and let them know what you had trouble with so that they can be aware of this so they can monitor how they are um, approaching treatment with you and can kind of comment when they feel you sliding or slacking or not really being as committed or as engaged and that y'all can discuss what you need to do next don't just ghost them no we're grown-ups in 2022 okay let's communicate so we can get with you what you need and finally you know what i'm going to share one of my goals i am going to accept more help I am. I am a girl who will put the city on her back and ride out. <laughs> I will do everything by myself. I'll, I may cry a little, be angry a little, but I'll figure a way, honey. And I, I've, I'm one of those people because of the way I grew up having to do a lot for everyone, um, even as a child that I don't ask for help because I don't want to be a burden other people. And I had to realize I'm not a burden. Um, I am actually an asset and I hold value. And many people see that and they love me. So I should allow people to support me instead of thinking that I have to do it by myself because I'm Dr. Ashley or I'm Ashley and this is the way she works. Um, People expect so much of me. But them expecting a certain performance doesn't mean that I am not allowed to get support. So that is my big resolution. All right. So let's get into um, taking a beat, shall we? All right, all right, it's time to take a beat. This is the part of the episode where I talk to you about what I've been listening to, what's been bringing me joy, what's been helping me reflect, what has been speaking to me. And this week, I wanted to do it a little bit differently. So while I was sick, 
I didn't listen to a whole hell of a lot of music that I haven't told you guys about before. But what I did listen to was some of my favorite podcast episodes and some of my favorite um, shows to just give me a little bit of joy, some laughter, stimulate my brain while it was full of sick fog. And I wanted to share what I've been listening to, what I what I had queued up. So I want to give a shout out to some of my Connected Podcast Network fam. Um, the Integrated Schools Podcast. And the episode specifically was Not Your Model Minority. And this episode spoke to me because they had Dr. Sarah Sumi Blackburn. Um, and Dr. Blackburn is an educator, a speaker, and a professional development specialist. And Dr. Blackburn identifies as mixed race, um, Asian and white. And what really was a main point of the episode was Dr. Blackburn really going into the the myth of the model minority, like the good um, minority and how that myth has been associated with Asian folk in this country and also how the myth is directly tied to anti-black racism and it was just chef's kiss Uh, it, it was timely given the things that we've gone through as a people of color um in the past two years especially but definitely give that episode a a holla again it's the integrated schools podcast um another rom crime is another episode i mean excuse me another podcast on the connected podcast network and one of my favorite episodes they did um so (laughs) they talked about jennifer's body that movie is so weird to me but listening to them explore <laughs> the episode was quite hilarious um and made me look at it a a different way um because i remember watching jennifer's body years and years ago and feeling like what the hell is going on here but you know this was the time when everybody was so enamored with megan fox so it was hilarious to me um but i think it was a great episode for me um the way they um really jumped into the character relationships and you know what also i'm gonna shout out these episodes too little plot of horrors which of course they talked about little shop of horrors come on come on baby it's a great classic and practical magic practical magic was one of my favorite movies when i was younger i watch practical magic and the craft all the time so if you want to hear a hilarious but very informed takes on those classics that i call jennifer body jennifer's body a classic I, I did I did wow 
wow but if you want to check those out definitely check out the rom crime podcast because they talk they talk about romantic movies and crime like how could you not like those things like come on come on um and another another one of um my podcast fam dismembering horror you guys know how i feel about horror movies you guys know you know um so they they did a couple um of my favorite um reviews and dives into some of my favorite um horror movies I would ask you to check out Halloween Kills. Um, let's see. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Oh my God, one of my favorite in that whole series. Check those out. Friday the 13th, Part 3. Check any of those episodes. They also um, cover the newest Candyman. So definitely check out Dismembering Horror. And some of my other um, non-connected podcasts, um, podcasts that have got me through being sick, have been <laughs> the read. Crystal and Kid Fury crack me the fuck up every week. I don't care. Judge your mom. Um, Candle Crazies episode, top tier hilarity, top tier hilarity. Um, also every freaking kid fury hot tops song takes me out if you haven't listened to the latest episode there they did a best of 2021 episode oh my god and if you're looking for the best songs from kid fury baby and you want to hear crystal cracking up for her dear fucking life please check that out um another favorite podcast that has really helped me through while i was sick was the friend zone <laughs> they did a look back a wrap-up um episode called seasons beatings i'm not gonna explain the title you just gotta listen you just gotta listen uh but the friend zone definitely helps me get through i'm gonna shout out another one of my favorite everybody relax my boy trey taylor everybody's favorite social worker he's done a great job um with he did a series called um more than my credentials i really really loved everything he did during that series and how he just connects with all of his guests i can't wait to have him on the show this year yeah Oh yeah, we doing big things to 2022. Wait on it. Bigger. <laughs> but yeah, that is what I've been. Oh, 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 last one, last one. The B Scott show. The B Scott show. Because B Scott, I found B Scott in college when I was like down in the dumps and somebody sent me a YouTube when they were just doing you know youtube videos just being themselves and papa and hey love muffins you know it was great so seeing them evolve and the podcast it gets shady 
but it also gives you a lot of information about black entertainment news um queer black entertainment news oh i love b and the elevation that i've seen for them Ooh, i love it but that's what i've been listening to that's what helped me get through whatever the hell sickness was in my body they said it wasn't wrong baby but <laughs> let me know what you listen to tell me if you checked out any of these podcasts how you feel about the episodes and let's get on to the rest of the show Alright guys, now it's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where I introduce you to some things that you can pull out of your coping toolbox that you can use to decrease stress and just get through everyday living. Today I wanted to talk to you about a little bit of tactile stimulation. Yes, the power of touch. Sometimes we just need to touch ourselves. Mm-hmm, you nasties. I know how you're going. But you can go there if you want. <laughs> but really, um, the power of touch, it can be so soothing. And intentional touch. How often have you given yourself a foot massage, a hand massage, massage your legs, massage your temples, your face? Massage your scalp as you oil it. Done some tapping with your fingertips on your pressure points. How often have you, when giving yourself a bath or a shower, really paid attention to the amount of pressure that you're applying when you're cleaning yourself, when you're exfoliating, when you're moisturizing? I want you to practice intentional, mindful touching as a way to relax yourselves. And intentional, mindful touching does include self-pleasure, masturbation. Yes, it does. And be intentional about it. What are you trying to achieve? What sensations feel the best for you? What sensations are you pulling back from? What isn't so pleasant that you don't want to try again? Throw it out. (laughs) Whether it be for sexual pleasure or just some skin tactile stimulation. Practice using touch intentionally. The power of touch is crazy. Think about when somebody else touches you or you get a hug. Think about those feelings. When's the last time you paid attention to yourself and how it feels when you massage yourself, when you hold yourself in a bear hug, when you massage your own feet to relieve pain from the pressure of the day? Let's use touch as another part of our coping toolbox and do it often. I already told you, you can do these things in bed, to wind down, to relax, in the shower, while you're at a light, in a car, if you want to do some tapping on your forehead, on your face, on your chest, holding your hands to your chest and your stomach while you breathe, reminding yourself of where you are and grounding. Touch is powerful. 
So let me know how you use it. Let me know what you do, how it worked for you. Let's get on to the rest of the episode. It's now time for the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focus on mindfulness, relaxation, body awareness, and most importantly, we take a moment for you. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and follow along with me. If you can't follow along because you're not in a safe place, free of distractions, it's okay. This is a podcast. You can pause, stop me, and come back to me when you are prepared. All right? I'm going to ask you to follow along with me as I guide you through this exercise. Let's begin. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. Again, a deep breath in. Let it out. With your eyes closed, I would like you to put your hand on your chest and your opposite hand on your belly. And take this intentional deep breath with me. Ready? Keep your hand on your chest. Place it over your heart. I want you to imagine that you're in a room with some of your favorite things from childhood. It doesn't matter if you owned these things yourself or they were just things in childhood that brought you joy. You're in a room full of those things. Things that made you smile. Things that made you laugh. Things that made you happy. I want you to also imagine things that made you feel safe. That made you feel protected. Also, things that made you feel strong, that made you feel so confident, competent, ready for the world. Take a look at those things. What do they sound like? What do they feel like? People, pets, tools, toys, foods, they're all there. Take a deep breath in, let it out. Now 
want you to imagine that you have a bag. Whatever this bag looks like for you, imagine it. And it's a big enough bag for you to grab some of those things, those childhood things. We're going to take them with us. Start grabbing the things that brought you joy. Start grabbing the things that made you feel safe. Start grabbing the things that made you feel like you could do it. You were strong enough. You were worthy enough. We're going to grab them. Take a deep breath. to take them with us so that we can be reminded in our adulthood of how to use those things of how to remember those things let's prepare to leave the room I'm going to count you down take a deep breath as I'm counting episode happy new year thank you for all the support i can't wait to share my big news with you Ooh, hold on tight thank you for all the get wells and you people who checked in on me you guys are awesome remember to submit your well mail remember to take care of yourself remember that the songwriter said do it like you'll be day baby Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I miss y'all, so I'm extra goofy. We out. See y'all next episode.